The Spanish announce table. So the last time we saw Tim, he was losing his mind. Some said he was beside himself. Now this week, we catch up with Tim with As the Wheel Turns. So I might go to pick up this fucking truck that that uh, we bought, right? We, what did I tell you when we last left it? We bought a truck. Uh, it had some issues. They were going to fix it. And we were going to go pick it back up, right? Pretty and, simple. After and, a big, huge debacle. Right. And my wife had told them, you make take all the time you need. You've given us a loaner. Make sure it's right, right? Make sure it's right. You know, you've had two strikes. There you go, right? Fix it. Take all the time you need. You tell me when it's ready, right? Monday rolls around, and they're like, yep, it's finishing getting detailed. They put it the spray-in liner. They fixed everything. It doesn't shake anymore. You're good to go. We were like, good, because we're going to soccer practice uh, with my son. We're going to drive all the way out to Excelsior Springs from there, right? Like, we're going to get there right before your closing. If are, Is it good? You've driven it? Like, we're not driving all the way out there. And they're like, yeah, everything's great. And we're like, great. We go all the way out there. We get in there. We start to leave. It's not full of gas, right? It's Which they told us it would be, right? Okay, whatever. It's got three quarters of a tank. Fine, whatever. Let's go get some gas, right? And it takes the gas, Tom, right? It takes the gas. It all fills right. it so up. you're feeling good. It fills it up. Good. No, back because up then it bit. spit it out at me. Hold After on, it up. filled up. Back up. For people who don't know this area, how far, how many miles are you driving here? Oh, man. From Excelsior where Springs. You were t- I was in, I was on Shawnee Mission Boulevard and like uh, the 35. So I'm in Miriam, right? Okay. For the soccer How far place. is it? Give and us it, give us some miles here. Excelsior Springs is then, it was probably a 30 to 45 minute drive due north on the interstate. So, I mean, we're talking what, 40 miles, 50 miles, something like that, right? Okay. Okay. okay, so now let's fast forward. So you're now getting the gas, yep. thinking, oh, this should work. Yeah, and it does, right? It fills, it takes it, but now it spills out at the end. A little less. doesn't spray all over me, but it spills definitely all over the side of the truck. And I'm like, God damn it, son of a shit. Like, I'm starting to like this. I can't even, what? God, no. Right? Like, I'm like, this can't, no. But we had already kind of been like, at some point, like, as long as it feels safe to drive, we can buy it and we'll take it to a reputable, you know what I mean? Like other mm-hmm. deal, cause we're just mm-hmm. not trusting this place, but I'm like, man, I can't handle this. And we get in and we start driving and it's still shaking at like 70 miles an hour, which is the problem they said would just be fixed by the, by you know, the thing. And I'm like, I, I, we can't do this. And it's, it's too late to go back and we drive all the way home. And my wife, the next day is like, I, I mean, the whole way home, I, I can't even, I'm talking like I am now only way more mad. Right. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. my son was with us. I'm sure he was like scared. You know what I mean? Like, I was so furiously angry. And then, like, I mean, we're fighting with each other needlessly, my wife and I. You know what I mean? Over, you know, even though we're mad at them, you know, because you know how you just get in these situations. Right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't even focus. Right. And I'm trying to drive this thing that's shaking down the damn highway. And I'm like, you son of a. So the next day, I'm at work because I've got to work, you know. And my wife manages to get some time off of her work. And she is going to go take it back, and she's like, I'm just going to go in there and tell him, give me that other damn truck back, buy this back, we're out of here, right? Like, we're done with this, right? Not, It's nonsense, right? And um, she goes to air up a tire because, you know, now it says low tire, and as soon as she's airing up the tire, 
the tire keeps going flat, right? It beeps, tells you you're done, right? It's one of those tires that goes like, doo doo right, when your things. And right. then, like, she'd get back in, and the thing would come back on. And she'd check it, and sure enough, it's, so the tire's not holding air, right? And she's like, what in the hell? And, and as she's doing that, she looks up under in the wheel well, and you, where the suspension coil, where the housing that covers that, I don't know if you've ever seen that back in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's screws in it, but those nuts on that screws are not, like, fastened. They're on that thing loose. And she calls me now crying. She was like, what in the hell did they do to us? I don't know if this thing is safe. Like, I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? And she was like, I mean, freaking out. I'm like, all right, just, just, you know what I mean? Like, either you can tow it all the way out there, you can get it out there. You know what I mean? So she drives it out there. And I'm so glad she did this because she handled this in a situation where I would have made this a lot worse because I was furiously angry. I was going to go in nuts screaming but she went in and she told the guy that she was like look this thing's still shaking it's still spitting gas on us these nuts are loose on the damn you know what i mean suspension like you guys i should have brought brown and crouppen with me that's not a free plug for them they owe us money for that but you know what i mean like they might sue us for saying that whatever famous lawyers here in kansas city for anybody who don't know they're the accident lawyer kind of people so anyway like he's she's like just give me my truck back Let's do this paperwork. I can't trust that thing ever again, you know, like, or you guys. Again, he was like, "I." this is the sales manager over our salesperson who had kind of talked with us a couple times. He goes, I thought everything was good. I Your truck, we sold it this morning. You know, the old truck we traded in. And my wife just went, well, why the hell would you have done that? And why would you have assumed that? And he was like, well, and she goes, because you called me? Because that's not what you did, right? Like, she was just like... Why did you do this? This is exactly what the problem has been this whole time. Nobody knows what's going on in here. You know what I mean? She was like, you guys say one thing, no other. And she was like, and the whole problem here, she was like, what really pisses me off is you guys could have saved me the trouble if you would have driven this thing, if you would have put gas in this thing, if you would have done any of the things that were the problem. You know what I mean? She was just like, what are we going to do about this now? You know what I mean? Like, you just, like, I mean, she was just, you know what I mean? Just upside down with them. Go ahead. And so who was the company? This is um, it's it's Heartland Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, uh, whatever the the names of those maybe mixed around the the kind of, you know whatever, but so it's in sponsored? Excelsior Springs. Well, listen, okay, the story does get better, right, over time. Okay, oh, okay. okay. So as the wheel turns, as the wheel turns. So, um, finally, she calls me and she was like, "Hey, listen," she was like, "Okay, so there is a truck here on the lot, which is the original truck we went there for." And it was sold when we got there, but it came back because the people who bought it, their financing fell through. And so mm-hmm. she was like, this one feels way better. She was like, I spent the last 30 minutes, like fine tooth combing this thing over. She was like, it drives smooth. It does not spill gas on me. You know what I mean? She was like, I made them come fill up the gas with me. Um, she was like, can you get out here? So I like take off work early and again, I'm in a new job. Now I've been telling them oh, yeah. because this has started happening by Thanksgiving and I started after this. So they know I've just told them every time because i knew this was going to be an issue right so i just made sure mm-hmm. like hey listen to what sucks about my life so that you know that i'm not crazy when this happens right so here i am taking off early from work driving all the way out there and this truck is good right And we're like great except you can tell like the rotors are bad right you know what i mean and so we were like guys i want you to replace the rotors on here but i also don't know that i want you to right, replace, to replace the, the, rotors the rotors on yeah. here and so the, what they told us is that they were like, all right, we seriously had a problem that the technician who worked on that vehicle was a new technician, and we are pretty solid that he has lied about his um, 
experience, and we are dealing with HR right now. They're looking into how they can handle that. Like, he's not actively working here at the moment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this, you know what I mean? Like, that we understand that they seriously dropped the ball here, which was not the only problem. Like, uh, they had a serious lack of communication top down for everything, for the perfect storm to happen in a company. That's why it happens, right? Because there's no communication from the top down, right? If there's communication from the top down, somebody along the way stops the perfect storm from happening, right? Because they know what the hell they're doing. That didn't happen here. So we then have to drive back again that night home because they've got to keep it overnight and fix the things. And my wife was seriously like, you do not. You absolutely do not call us out here if this thing is not done, right? Like, I swear, like, I can't even. And what they're playing is they're like, all right, you'll, you will sell us back. Here's where it gets even better, right? You're, you're going to sell us back the truck that we bought from you, right? We're going to trade in full price that you paid for it on this new one and there you go right even swap and we're like cool well at first he lays it down and it's 700 dollars more and we were like what and he was like well it's three no. years newer and we were i was just like dude <laughs> like you know my wife like had to like take her glasses off and just set it down and the guy was like you know what i'm gonna go ahead and take that uh discount that off the price of the of the truck and we were like yeah yeah man <laughs> like yeah right like okay so we get that right and then the issue becomes, all right, we legally own the blue one, right? We can't trade it in until it's registered. No. And I got to register it in Kansas, and I'm in Excelsior Springs, uh, Missouri. Uh, so I've got to drive to Kansas now to go register a vehicle that I'm just going to drive back to Excelsior Springs and trade in on another one. Again, this is 50 miles back and forth because the place I got to go is near my house. Right. So on my way there, I call my mom who used to work for the DMV. And I was like, is that right? Like, is a 30 day tag not sufficient? Like, do I absolutely have to do this? She puts me in touch with somebody who still works there. Cause my mom's been retired for a couple of years and moved out of state. But that lady was like, yes, unfortunately, absolutely. You do. Kansas wants their tax, right? Like they're going to get their mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, uh, but the situation here is also guys, you have a Missouri title and you live in Kansas. You have to have a vehicle inspection done. And you got to bring oh the truck with you. So now this I've got to so turn around. Right? This is how it's no. been the whole time. So I got to turn around and I go back and I'm like, guys, now I got to take the truck in there and get an inspection. It's going to close before we get there. Right? Like, so this has to be done tomorrow. I can't come back here and get that truck and I'm not driving that truck back. Like, it's not safe. And so they were like, they had to drive some, you know, one of their schmucks had to drive this unsafe truck to us the next day. Meet my wife at the inspection place, pay for that, drive it back. My wife then went to the registration place, registered that, and then we drove back to Excelsior Springs, did that swap of a vehicle, and then left out of there, never to see them again. In the end, these guys tried really hard and made it right. We got a much better vehicle, newer. That is but like, that is the worst situation oh. with vehicles i have ever heard in my life oh my i God. was getting aggravated of you just telling yes me. yeah going through it i would have hurt someone so he at the end he Probably was like myself at the end he's finally like he's like okay listen he's like let me go talk to the my manager who's like of over all the four dealerships see if there's any last things i can do for you right and he comes down he was like hey i, I got i'm gonna be able to like mail you guys a 200 hundred dollar check uh uh, for, Say two thousand. You know, well, so he was like, on top of you know what, whatever the all the other shit, right, that they've done, and, and so he was like, he was like, well, he goes, well, he goes, she told me to give him a two hundred dollars service credit for the shop, 
And I said, no, listen, you don't get it. I might as well throw water yeah. in their face if I tell them to ever come back yeah. here again. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, yeah, good idea, man. Good idea. Now, in the end, I mean, these people were always nice. They never once were like, oh, these oh, assholes. Who cares? Right? Well, no, but no. you know, have you ever been in a situation like this? They're instantly yes. treating you like you're an annoyance, yeah. right? Yeah. They mm-hmm. never did that here, right? They were always like, oh, holy shit. Especially once they yeah. realized the gravity of it, and we had to explain to them, like, "Hey, are you guys even fucking listening to what's going on here?" They were the sales manager was like, "Oh, holy shit!" Right, and then he finally started like, "You talk directly to me. I'm gonna, you know what I mean?" Like, he stepped in and got the thing done. But it was just like, "God damn, guys!" Like, ugh, it was so bad. And part of the problem is, I was so far away from my house. Had I kept my truck search tighter, I may have never had to deal with that. But Right. I kid you not. Still. I kid you not. We, that's they weren't available. We had to chase mm-hmm. them around. I told you how we would like lost several yeah. on the way. That was on the last road. week's as the wheel turns. So it's been so horrific and so horrible. And so like we literally like did a damn dance in our fucking yeah. driveway out here when we got out with the truck. I mean, we we're just like Jesus, man. We went and bought a cake. You know, what I mean? we were like, let's go celebrate. Like we're done with this. Never again. The guy literally was like, hey. Thanks, guys. I hope we never have to see each other again. <laughs> like, he was like, for real, though. Like, you know, he's like, if you need something, call us. You know, if you want to buy a car, by all means, we're here. But, like, we're done, right? Like, you, you guys can rest easy. We were like, yes, God damn, we are thanks. done. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, turns, hopefully that was as fun for you as it was for Tim, because it sounds like he had tons of fun. Mm-hmm. And that concludes as the wheel turns so which reminds me if anybody wants to be the slater gator beer sponsor of the week because sometimes i need some spirits to to calm down right <laughs> to get um, to the spirit right to get into the spirit so you got to go to paypal and you use table show at gmail.com uh it's a great way to donate to the show if you just like man these guys are really cool right i mean they're really calm and, and that one poor guy with the truck man i feel really bad i like to chip in for some of his gas you know what i mean like yeah that would feel good uh you can also if you don't want to just donate man we have a new store that has just gone up it's zazzle instead of cafe press this time z-a-z-z-l-e dot com slash spanish announce table more going up each and every day it's a lot easier for me to load them up so uh check out there's definitely some stuff you can buy right now some hot stuff Hot stuff, not even just apparel, not just shirts, so go check that out. Uh, also, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, brought to you by BDD. You can go on there and use our Amazon affiliate link. Well, let's get there. right into what we are here to talk about, and that is pro wrestling. Yeah. And uh, the pro wrestling news wasn't as mm. in-depth as it has been in prior weeks. However, there was one news story that was bigger Better, cooler, depending mm-hmm. on your point of view, uh, than them all. And that was the All Elite Wrestling Rally, or hashtag AEW Rally. Yeah. Now, uh, we don't um, want to go through a line-by-line item of what was said, who said it. We don't. Uh, but let me give you a summary. No. no. Uh, let's give give you a summary. Oh, I so, prepared a um... Yeah, put it away. Just oh. like, hey, go put it in your other truck. It's like, right. Yeah, no, go put it in the other oh, truck. Oh, yeah, go drive back to – all right. Yeah, yeah. go back to Excelsior yeah. Springs, put yeah, it in that yeah. truck. And you know what? Fuck uh, you too, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so here yeah. we go. Conrad Thompson oh, is yeah. involved somehow as – it wasn't – maybe I missed this and hashtag tweet the table if I did, but I don't know if he's necessarily in a management position, but he was the MC of this rally. Yeah, I don't think but he's like else. got that kind of money, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, or, you know, or maybe influence, something like that. But sure let's that. summarize. So Chris Jericho, 
Pac, a.k.a. Neville, if you're only a WWE fan. Britt Baker, Penelope Ford, Joey Janela, my favorite, he was independent until now, apparently, but my favorite pro wrestler outside of the WWE, MJF, SCU, Brandy, The Elite, and obviously Cody, can't say Rhodes, but let's just do it anyhow, Cody Rhodes are going to be on the main roster for AEW Rally. Their first show is going to be in Las Vegas called Double or Nothing, as we talked about last week. Their second show is going to be in Jacksonville. And here's the interesting thing. This is where we kind of can start our conversation uh, about this rally. The second show is in Jacksonville with a large part of ticket sales to benefit victims of gun violence. Also, noteworthy, equal pay for men and women. So, Tim... Summarizing the event that was, what's your first thought? Getting Chris Jericho was a very smart move um, and bold. Getting Pac and Pac. Yeah, Pac. That one didn't shock me. I figured he would be there. Um, I know. didn't. You, you know didn't? why I didn't? Okay. No, I I didn't because obviously, you know, he's been in America for years upon years. But I really thought after he left WWE, he kind of – and this is me just assuming on his behalf, but I just assumed he'd be like, well, I'm done with America. If it's not WWE, probably don't want to be anywhere else. Going back to where I feel comfortable, going back to, you know, uh, Europe, where well, those I mean, you know crowds love me. If you remember, they did that whole welcome home chant for him uh, not yeah. too long ago. I really thought he was going to be like, you know what? NXT UK, you ain't taking this over. I'm here to stay. Well, I mean, except all the big ones are starting to be affiliated with the NXT UK. Over That's there, true, so. but you know what I mean. I thought maybe he was going to do the I don't sting know one of those over companies. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. I thought he was going to try to be the Sting in Europe, but mm -hmm. so he was a shock for me. I agree with you. Jericho is a big name. Now remember, he's no spring chicken. He oh, ain't getting course. any younger, of course. But as far as a casual yeah. fan saying like who's here, I can tell a casual fan in their late er, late 20s early 30s like hey it's chris jericho and they're gonna at least go like oh i remember him y2j the guys uh, at my work uh, my new work that are wrestling fans um you know they're slightly older uh, than us and they were like i was like hey you hear chris jericho join this new uh, wrestling they were like i did see that you know they were like that's yeah. interesting and i'm like yeah you know one one also another no note <laughs> yeah exactly guys <laughs> or women uh, tweet the table. One other note that I found interesting was how Chris Jericho said, like, they're working on a TV deal. I'm not just going to sign with an independent promotion without TV, you know, options here. So they've got some things that are coming, you know, down the pipeline. So that'll be interesting. Chris Jericho, you know, he likes to muddy the waters and zig when everyone zags and things like that. However, I've never felt like he's an outright liar, yeah. definitely in regards to business. So it seems like tv is on the horizon that first show double or nothing i think it's in may yeah it's in um, Vegas? may yeah. 25th or something like that yeah we don't fact check may 20 yeah we don't fact check may 2011th paul Heyman will tell you what to do if we were wrong on oh, um yeah he, he yeah, would, he would we say he day. would say google it bitches i'm not here to educate you and you know he'd be right because you're an idiot there you go right uh I feel like they need some more news before that first pay-per-view. And I think a TV deal will be one of those news items where it keeps them in the IWC 
um, conscience, I yes. guess you could say. Yes. So here's where I'm going to start to nitpick just a little bit. What's that? First off, I, I love the show. MGM Grand, Las Vegas, Nevada. Like I told you when this whole thing kind of started after they announced it in the new year, I didn't want Southern wrestling and South Carolina and all that stuff. I love it. It's great. I just want something different. That was my point. And this feels completely different. You know, I can remember the Raw Roulette shows, but really Las Vegas and pro wrestling to me isn't synonymous with really anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you tell me, you know, Greensboro or Greensboro, North Carolina, that's WCW, yeah, right? right? You tell me New York, Boston, Philly, or you tell me New York, Boston, that's WWE. You tell me Philly, that's EC. Like, there's towns at the – Las Vegas is wide open. It's the yes. fight capital of the world. But, man, they've got everything there. Their yeah. partnerships with Pro Wrestling Tees, Las Vegas Fight Shop is there that they partner yeah. with. That's a great idea. But it's got a bit this... of the of the L.A. problem, right, where it's not like a whole lot of locals that live there for a long period of time. It's a transient. True. But for a first show to make a splash, I think oh, you yeah, do need. Oh, yeah, for a first show? Yeah, absolutely. It couldn't be yeah. a home base of operations or no, anything. Right? But I think they f- that first show, Las Vegas, is an absolute 100% their, their home run. style. Yeah. yeah, love it. This second show in Jacksonville. Now, Obviously, it makes sense why Jacksonville would be the location, the owner, uh, the 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 principal financial backer is the owner of the Jags. Uh, the Shane uh, McMahon. Right. Is, is, well, is, no, well, he's the, the principal. Runner, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy that actually is the money guy, he owns the Jags, yeah. uh, the NFL team in Jacksonville. But this, I don't know, a large part he's of the ticket panda sales. energy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But a large part of the ticket sales to benefit victims of gun violence. Look, I love that. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. However, shouldn't we crawl before we run here? Like, isn't the point of a for-profit business to make profit? Right. We don't know that you already make so much money that you can forego some. That's what I'm getting. That's my point. It's like, hey, let's back up just a little bit. Uh, make some money before you start i don't know just giving it away that's that's me being a you know thinking financials which is stupid exactly now equal pay for men and women Uh this sounds awesome on paper and is the dumbest idea i think i've ever heard of for any type of business in this setting (laughs) okay you're trying to tell me you're trying to tell me that the main event, and correct me if I'm wrong, I could definitely be wrong and heard this incorrectly or reading it wrong from all the reports, but you're trying to tell me, let's just say Joey Janela is their champion, just because he, here's a name that yep, signed with right. him, right? Or, or Jericho. Jericho signed with him. I assume he's not going to be in management. He's just a talent. So Jericho is your heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. He's yep. your main event. He will be making the same pay as, let's just say, she's the women's. Well, I was going to say, let's just say she's the uh, women's um, champion for AEW, Penelope Ford, right? You're trying to tell me Penelope Ford and Chris Jericho are going to be making the same money? Well, and here, let's go further deep into that because not only are those two going to be making the same money in in the – comparison of the world heavyweight champion and the women's champion but over the course of the year and over the course of the contract 
they randomly decide who's the champ and who's not. So is every woman making the same as every man? Is is everybody just making the same exact amount of money then? Because how do you monitor? What does that mean? How do the women yeah. earn the same as the men? Is there a tiered system? Are we then telling men that, like, no, you're definitely not the top-tier main event, right? So you only make X contract. amount. Right. Like, it's, and, be, and, then, have, and like, that way we yeah. can pay the girls this much also over here that are at that same level. Like, what? Yeah. It doesn't make sense because then, yeah, even to go more so on that point, let's just uh, separate it from men and women and just say equal pay, right? So Joey Janela is signed at the, and we're using, you know, make-believe uh, fictional uh, statuses here, but he's the curt- curtain jerker, right? He's in that first match of the night, right? So that's what that's when he signed his contract. Well, he hits off with this, you know, gimmick that catches the world on fire and he goes to the main event. Well, his contract is for the curtain jerker when you signed him. So now you're going to bump his pay up. And then if Chris Jericho is your champ and loses the belt, does that mean his pay goes down to the mid card? I mean, yeah, something something tells me this is like for office workers and not talent, right? That's, but it seemed the way it was presented was talent is equal pay for men and women. There's no equal, like the talent amongst themselves don't make equal pay. So how are you going to dictate? Exactly. Because men to men don't make, and that's true in every industry also, but I mean, like, Mm -hmm. there's no set positions. There's no, like, you know, uh, Seth Rollins isn't the assistant manager at WWE, and then we know so is Becky Lynch. Right, so they should make the yeah. same. That's not how it works. Like, how do you right. mo- how do you measure and monitor? That yeah, that is going to be an interesting uh, tidbit of information, and we see how it uh, if folds you've out. got a way to do it. I'd great. I'd love to hear it because that's awesome. Right, like good yeah. on you. Yeah, but I, if you figured it out, let us know because I think that is hashtag incredible. tweet the table on Twitter, and we might read it right here on the show. Yeah. I don't think you have figured it out, though. That's what I'm saying. All right. Now let's get into another bit of information with AEW, and that is Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. But Brandy is going to be the chief brand officer. Mm -hmm. You have the Young Bucks Mm -hmm. and uh, Cody Rhodes as your vice presidents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You were mentioning this sounds a lot like nepotism. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elaborate, please. Any local fans of our show here in Kansas City area may have, have, have recalled a a fresh uh, wrestling organization that was going to do things a little different, right? Give you a mm-hmm. way it's supposed to be done um, with somebody who suddenly had a lot of money to spend, right? And um, But didn't really have any actual experience in the industry. And, None. And hired a bunch of people that put all their friends in prominent positions and, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we know what happens in this storyline. Well, I'm they went out worried of about that. Right. They did go out of yeah. business very abruptly and suddenly. Now, and so. Yeah, now, let do? me counterpoint. Let me let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. Advocate here. Yeah. The greatest pro wrestling organization of all time mm-hmm. is ran by a Family. father, yeah. <laughs> daughter, uh-huh. son and wife and, and, and son-in-law. And son-in-law. And son-in-law. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and here's where I and cousins and friends and yeah and and out the what yeah it's a good old boy slash nepotism mountain. But again, I thought we were supposed to be doing things differently here. That is true. I just feel like that is such a is, is Brady making the same is, as the Young Bucks? 
Is that equal yeah. pay for men and women? Right. right. I don't know. We'll right. see. Right. I just think this is such a slippery slope with, you know, in 2019, we're recording on January 10th. Everyone's best friends, right? Oh, my God. I love it. Woo, woo, yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. Right? Right. When business gets well, involved. When business gets involved, and let's just say, uh, let's just say, uh, Britt Baker here is in charge of marketing, and marketing numbers are coming back a little soft, right? Mm-hmm. Are you okay with going? Hey, Britt, we need you to work a little harder. Or are you going? Are you okay going? Like, hey, we're not going to renew your contract at this number unless you're willing to take a lower. Sorry, or Joey Ryan. Someone, Nobody cares about yeah, the dick storyline found anymore. someone. Yeah, we yeah. found someone outside of this bubble that can do your job better. Everyone else is still staying in this bubble and keeping their job. But or, you have to go. Or Are you staying at the company? Or WWE's been buying all of our talent and uh, blacklisting us, and, we, and, and now we're getting off the network, and we can only go to Pop TV, so we can't afford you anymore. Uh, can you take a pay cut? Right, we've seen this storyline yeah. happen also, right? Like now, we just, you know, Jeff Jarrett did the same yeah. thing though. All of his buddies, all of his friends, all of his marital, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff mm-hmm. suddenly involved in the brass and in the main office, and it just doesn't work well. It never works well, and never well unless it does with WWE. Um, it just feels like, you know. Like you said, this was supposed to feel different, and I still think it will, right? Like, I, I, I'm a still a, a very excited observer of what this will be, but there are some some red flags where you go, well, wait a minute. You put your wife in charge of this? Wait a minute. Your best friends are over here? Wait a minute. You're trying to do things without a real thought-out plan? Uh, we'll see. And then I'm Hulk Hogan excited. shows up. And like, oh, okay. Right, yeah. yeah and right. then, you know who will help us here? We're going to get... Uh, Scott Steiner. Uh... <laughs> I'm hungry! Yeah. You know who's going to be in charge of our hardcore division? Abyss. Yeah. <laughs> He's fat! Yeah, he is. All right, so that was the main news. Like I said, uh, I'm very excited. I'm a little apprehensive just because I'm kind of a pessimist um i hope the best i'm gonna be watching that first show double or nothing uh i hope that the tv deal is a channel i get uh, that was may uh, 2011th right may 2011th of two, of 2019 2011th yeah it was the 2011th of may right what are you saying that double or nothing what day was that <laughs> it was the 2011th of may right no, what? We don't fact check, right? So it's, I was yeah. just trying to make sure it was the, yeah. Oh. Right. I was just trying to plug the show for him, right? It's May 2011th. It's in, it's in Las Cruces, New Mexico or something like that, right? Yeah. It's in Las Vegas, California. <laughs> right. Okay. There you go. Right. Yeah. Las Vegas, California on the 2011th of May, 2019. And, um, it's going to be, I bet, um, I bet they're going to be blowing themselves a little bit in it. Is how it's starting to feel. Yeah, I will say, though, the one thing that I loved about the entire press conference is, you know, a lot of it started to seem like SCU came out and aren't we cool? This town sucks. Okay, cool. Right. Jericho comes out. I'm all in with all lead. Okay, but MJF and Joey Janela, who have a past history, bringing that in on day one made me very excited. I love MJF. He is so witty on the mic and the best trash talkers 
all have a grain of truth in it, right? Like the worst trash talkers are like, I'm the best in the world. Your record's 0 and 12. Well, I can knock you out. You don't have any knockouts. Well, I'll submit you in two minutes. You've never put a submission on anyone, right? Like shut the fuck up. But when MJF says, I'm the hottest free agent, I'm 22, I'm good looking, look at how I am. Everyone wants me. You want to see my call log? Look at all the companies calling me and you go, well, God damn it! Yeah. He's fucking right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that—that right. that is when a when someone trash talks and has that little well, grain of truth. You're like, that's how I feel with like when Leo Rush is talking about Bobby Lashley when he's like, nobody looks like you, and I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, nobody does. Like nobody looks yeah. like that. <laughs> you're like, God damn, I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> he looks like an action figure, yeah, like, and fuck, he does. does. God yeah, damn right, it, you right. know? Like all the women want to sleep with him. You're like, they probably do. That's really that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks but for me. to bring him in with hopefully a built-in rival. Rivalry with Joey Janela, I think is good because one other thing that will be interesting to see how this plays out is, you know, we have hangman page and Pac. It seems like that's going to be a matchup on the first pay-per-view, yeah. but a lot of these people are playing like very nice, nice. Ha ha. Right. Like the elite and SCU. I mean, unless something happens, mm -hmm. they both seem like baby faces. So we need a little bit more, you know, MJFs hey, how, in the company, Chris Jericho's contract. How many guaranteed Fozzie concerts during the special events, huh? Oh, my God. Uh, seven seven see, guaranteed Fozzie concerts? How about this? How about this? In the first pay-per-view yeah. uh -huh. for Double or Nothing, yep. over under, Tim, mm -hmm. two in, not match, but in event promotional videos yeah. for Fozzie. For Fozzie, yeah. yeah. Two, oh, oh, two over the, under. The music for... Uh, for the show will be brought to you by Fozzie. You think so? Yeah, oh, yeah. Don't you think so? Like Maybe. how they do, like how WWE does, you know, the the track yeah. or whatever, right? They're going to have, it's by Fozzie. There's seven, so, seven guaranteed Fozzie concerts uh, during the next pay-per-views, um, or else he gets double pay. Oh. Uh, uh, and then all the women will have to get double pay also. Because uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's got to be equal. No, uh, give me your over-under. Be, be serious here. Right. Two in promos during the, during the pay-per-view, we're going to get two promos from Fozzie. Over-under. promos from Fozzie. What do you mean? Like So, like, Fozzie's new album oh, comes yeah, out yeah. October 16th. Oh, so you're get, you're setting it at two. Am I taking the over or the under? Ooh. Yeah, two. Yeah, Can't I got to go place. under because I I don't think there'll be three. I'm going to go under. <laughs> Okay. I think it's going to be two. Can I push? <laughs> no, nope, can't push. All right, you got to set go. it at a half. That's why you got to set it at a half. I know. Right, yeah. who, are you, who are you most excited with uh, with AEW so far? Uh, again, Kenny Omega was an omission that people thought they would see at this rally. Um, uh, there's some other big names and big news items that they really didn't address. So of the things that they mentioned from this rally, what was your uh, what was the thing that got you the most excited? I'm just excited that it exists. I think the TV stuff that we've heard, you know, coming out, all the hints is what excites me the most. Like, if this is legit on TV and legit is going to be, you know what I mean, a thing that people can watch and see and could be a spot for people to land, that's what excites me the most. So, as far as the rally, I mean, I think Jericho signing was kind of the most like, hey, good move, guys. You know what I mean? Like, that was cool. So, I think that was kind of the most surprising aspect of it. 
All right. I'm going to say my favorite thing uh, was that the show takes place in Las Vegas. Yeah. I like the talent. MJF was my favorite talent acquisition that they made just because I'm so high on him right now. Um, but that the show is trying to be completely not we're going to the big markets, which I mean, Vegas is a big market, but it's not a pro wrestling saturated uh, market like Chicago right. or New York or North Carolina, someone like yep. that. So okay. I liked it. Right. I liked it. And I'm excited, but I'm also kind of watching it with my hands over my yeah, eyes, like, just peeking out time, time. Yeah. You can see Tom cover his face. If you watched us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Spanish announced tube. But uh, anything else Tom, before we go to I think we should take a break. Get into our favorite things of the week. I think we should. Yeah, favorite and maybe least favorite even, huh? Maybe we'll go over mm-hmm. that again. And uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna do what we do when we take breaks. You can fill in the gaps uh, for yourself. But it's a good time for you to also take a break. Go follow us on Twitter at Table Show. I'm at the Awesome Voice and at TMac underscore eight one six. That's T M A C, which you can also see if you were watching on YouTube, like I mentioned earlier. But for now, we will take a break and come back to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Brian Pillman had over 30 surgeries, throat surgeries, before the age of six. The Spanish Announce Table. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go any farther into this podcast episode, I have to share you share with you one of the greatest belated Christmas gifts I ever got of all time, given to me by yours truly, Tim of the Spanish Downs Table, I got, and for those with the video, you're about to see the greatest gift, belated gri- belated Christmas gift of all time. Mm-hmm. It is a life-size mm-hmm. Chad Gable. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Life-size. Well, yeah, it's life-size because I got you Chad Gable. Yeah. How nice of you, Tim. Uh, thank you so much for yeah. this belated Christmas gift. It was, it was I was even, so happy. It was even in the box. Like I didn't just like hand yeah. him... And it was wrapped. Yeah, I took it out of the box. Kind of it was. It was wrapped very well. I had to uh, spend yeah. many minutes unwrapping. Uh, it was in the box, <laughs> mint condition. I took it out of the box because I think that's how toys and action yes, figures should be played with. Is you don't just keep them in a box. Yes. That's stupid. And I'm, I'm glad you immediately it. Yeah, took it out of the box. Yes. Yeah, it's a life-size Chad Gable, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It is Chad Gable. It's Chad Gable. The box he him. came in said Chad Gable. It didn't say life size Chad Gable. It didn't say Chad Gable figure. It didn't. It said yep. Chad Gable. I got Tom Chad Gable because I know Tom really wants Chad Gable. He's my friend, Chad Gable. We're friends, you and is. now I have you him. have him. Now Thank you, Tim. He is yours. Also, uh, fun field trip we have planned. Uh, Spanish announce table field trip double date. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see local comedian and. Uh, you can check him out on Netflix. Chris Porter. Ugly and to Angry. Improv. Is that his? Ugly and Angry, I believe, yes. is uh, what his Netflix special is so called. Funny. Very so funny. Very funny. That was actually filmed in Kansas City. Uh, if you're bored and you are a fan of comedy, definitely go check that out on Netflix. Was that Chris the Midland? Porter. It was, was filmed at the Midland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We're going to be seeing him at the Improv. But yeah, got a little Spanish announce table field trip, double date with the better halves of Tim and Tom. Uh, the so spouses. Yeah, that's coming up soon. So we're excited to do that. We'll report back as soon as we get done with that field trip. Now, but now yeah, the significant others have met briefly, but never really sat and had lengthy conversations. 
before. So this I felt you... like, well, we've went over for, what was it, Halloween parties? Yes. Did they get a chance to hang out and talk well, much there? I mean, I don't know if it was, like, in-depth what's your blood yeah. type. Well, but, you know. sure. But I, this will be the first just the four of us setting, though. Yeah. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And I, mm-hmm. I, ladies and gentlemen, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. See, you got to watch the YouTube videos. If they work, uh, we had a little technical difficulties last week. We hope we have repaired those. Well, I even went over to Tom's house, and we tested it. We even fixed some settings, tinkered around, and, and we also planned a future trip. Oh, we planned a future oh, trip. Man. Oh, man. Uh, that the ladies and gentlemen of this fine podcast who listen and support us will be so thrilled we're going to go on. It is also one that I, I, am, uh, I like. Mm-hmm. And, and and I also uh, love very much, and it just it makes me, uh, it just makes me even it's so happy uh, that I just laugh with tears. I tell you what, we haven't executed the trip. However, when you said, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm all in," I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. Remember, check out the YouTube video. That's those with the enhanced radio YouTube. Now it actually means Spanish something, ladies YouTube. and gentlemen. It does. It does. How fun is that? Hopefully this video will work and I can put it up <laughs> with a small yeah, if not, stupid on the podcast. We'll go. Yeah, but if it doesn't, eventually we'll get to it and now it's a funny joke. But this hey, is how we learn, right? Because nobody's teaching us this. Uh, but you could help us uh, in our learning endeavors by donating or buying. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Hey, so let's get right into it <laughs> yeah, now. Now we're going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, the flagship program mm-hmm. uh, company yep. of yep. pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. The WWE Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I will go first. I'm going to share with you my favorite and least favorite things of the week. So uh, this does come from WWE. Again, moving forward, this can come from any organization. As AEW potentially gets a TV deal, we might share some things from there. Uh, Impact Wrestling, I remember a few weeks back, actually a couple months now, Joe Hendry was one of my favorite things. But this is, comes from WWE. And I'm going to start with my least favorite thing and then go into my favorite okay. thing. Right. My least favorite thing was the Brock Lesnar-Braun Strowman interaction. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you're going to why why it was my least favorite thing of the week was if that is an altercation between immovable object and irresistible force. Yeah. Okay, right? I right. get it. We don't want him to touch. Uh we're still doing the song and dance thing where uh I only fight when it matters. Come fight me anytime you want. That kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. But, easy cop out. It's an easy right, heel move. But, yeah. This is one 2019. We listen to the fans, so we're expecting some new ideas, fake some news. new things happening. It and still you kind of laid it up. It's fake right. news until it happens. So, so you're still laying it up in regards to that. Yep. And then two, this is the universal title. It's not official, but it's the number one title in the company, right? Like it always main events. It's always there as right. you know. The, the WWE title is never going to main event. It's always going to be universal title or intercontinental title sometimes, right? It's always the raw title. Yeah. And this title does not have a good history. You are going to plan B because what happened to Roman Reigns, I'll forgive you for that. However, you're going back to a matchup we saw already previous to this, right? When Braun Strowman couldn't beat Brock Lesnar and I believe it was late summer or maybe uh, early fall. Uh, hashtag tweets table if I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um 
but it just felt very lazy. And for Brock Lesnar to be a special attraction, you're going to say he's coming to the arena, buy the T-shirt, I was there, Suplex City, all that stuff. And for him to appear backstage and then just walk one lap around a ring, that is very, yeah. very uninspired and lazy. And we can't get Strowman flipping something or breaking yeah. something. That was his calling card a while ago. That's what he does when he's hurt. Like, yeah. Austin would drive something through the arena or, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, we that's can, what you do. I don't understand. Right. That's what I'm saying. We can smoke and mirrors Braun Strowman throwing a guy through a window or uh, well, Braun Strowman, you know, tearing down an ambulance or something. You know what I mean? So at B underscore double underscore D chimed in a little bit on what uh, you said there when, using hashtag tweet the table, which you can do also on Twitter uh, says, say what you want to say, um, or excuse me, the wrong line. He said, going to give it some more time, but so far I feel like the McMahons have conned me yet again. Shit is pretty much the same on raw. All they did was remove Corbin hashtag tweet the table. And I mean, yeah, you know, this, like you said, it necessarily doesn't fit into, you know, this wasn't something they necessarily did already, but it's fitting into their easy layups of not really doing anything. Yeah. Nothing. And I get, I get, I get it. The fresh new matchups, you're kind of uh, handcuffed yeah, because way, you were going to yeah. go with Roman Reigns and I get it. So go back to two yeah. proven people that are okay with working with each other. The matchup isn't what I was disappointed in. It's this altercation that you promised us and you kind of did the same thing you've done every time if they're not going to fight in the ring, right? So if they're not going to fight in the ring, it's Brock is the I fight on my terms. Okay. And then Braun Strowman, you have been a A-plus player on the mic. And then this week, we see you saying to yourself the lines as Brock Lesnar standing backstage. You seemed almost distracted like as if you weren't sure you were supposed to be in this situation yeah it it, it wasn't, wasn't yeah it wasn't executed well the idea was again very lazy and for this to be the universal title something needs to save this asap the title is on its deathbed in my opinion and it's the number one title this was a miss yeah yeah and uh yeah, yeah, it just looked awkward. He's standing there the whole time, staring into the screen. It just wasn't well done at all. No, wasn't done well at all. My least favorite thing of the week. Yeah. Now, let me yeah. get into my favorite yeah. thing of the week, and it is another champion in WWE. It is the WWE Men's Heavyweight Champion, because there is a women's. That's what they need to start saying. If you're going to really separate this, it's the WWE Men's Heavyweight Champion. Yes, that's all it has to right? be. So the raw men's, you know, SmackDown heavyweight men's champion, heavyweight champion. Yeah. So Just the SmackDown Smack... men's champion. Yeah, the SmackDown men's heavyweight champion. I don't even have to call it heavyweight because it's well, Daniel because Bryan. of the two hundred five, but two hundred five. Yeah, SmackDown I know, men's but... champion. All right. So the number one title on SmackDown. First off, SmackDown another home run again, consistently week in week out the best show in all of pro wrestling. But this one, woo, Daniel Bryan. I tell yeah. you what. You cut a promo right from the get-go in yeah. the crowd next to the concession area where fun. you're not mic'd up. You have to yell into the camera. There's people, you know, just as stand-up comedians know, trying to heckle you and get you off of your 
game by saying, you know, poop or butt or whatever it is, right? People making faces behind the crowd, people trying to get on camera, cutting you off, things like that. It was handled very well as far as like they wrangled off the people. Obviously, those people yeah. that were there were actors, you know, but the promo was fantastic. The consumerism is bad. Why do you guys do this? You're a hot dog. You know, all of those things. AJ Styles represents all of you. Perfect. Yeah. And then to go through the crowd again and just yell at these people and be on his game, not once blink and lose sight of where he was, unlike Braun Strowman, and just to kill it all the way to the ring. And then to be such a well-rounded character. And again, consistency matters for our truth to then jump Daniel Bryan, who was attacked on the Christmas episode of SmackDown, made total sense. And then they go into a match. It's perfect. Yeah amazing and then that wasn't enough he then cuts a second promo later mm. in the night where he was psychotic it yeah. felt like this wasn't an act anymore yes, exactly the act was the yes movement this is the real daniel bryan yes it and felt it's crazy really real. yes it felt it's like so authentic somebody gave Daniel Bryan placebo meds by accident, right? Like yeah, something's not it right. Right. Yeah. Was yeah. Perfect. Mm. The anger, the the uh disrespect, the vile nature in which he delivered the it was promo. Uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah it was uncomfortable. Yeah. The feeling of like you said, uncomfortable mm. that he gave to the interviewer and to the viewer. It was oh, it was picture perfect. Daniel Bryan. You're psychotic, and I love you because I thought you were the biggest nerd. That's what I'm saying. I thought, and look, I love a good traditional babyface, right? Sami Zayn's one of my favorites. Daniel Bryan during the Yes Movement was one of my favorites. That's why I bought his book. How you liking it, Tim? And it is perfect. He is doing so well in that role, and then for him to then come and do this to where now I question the book. I don't even know if the book I was real. I think this guy is real. The book and gave you the book <laughs> instead of Chad Gable. That would have been funny. And I did give you Chad Gable. Yeah, um, life size Chad Gable, ladies and gentlemen. Gave you Chad um, Gable. But man, let's go back to Daniel Bryan with that promo. <sighs> how hard that is to execute. Then how hard it is to execute a promo just in general in WWE programming when there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. He is. He. It was. Oh, well, I can't, I can't, it was a plus plus. I can't say how much I love Daniel Bryan on SmackDown the, this week. The unbridled out of control, like psychotic, uh, just exhalation of his anger to continue that promo so believably and never lose that character and that angst is, is hard for any actor because that mm -hmm. takes energy and effort and people, when they get that way, are getting that way because of adrenaline. So you have to act mm -hmm. adrenaline, which is not easy to do. No. Like that's yeah. Very, very, way better than I've ever seen Daniel Bryan do anything in, in as mm -hmm. far of the acting part of pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, light and years. I, Suddenly it was like, holy crap, who is this guy? Right. And I tell you, uh, kind of going back to what I said about MGF, MJF, when he cuts a promo where it has that little grain of truth in it, you yeah. know, this – this the world is ending i'm the i'm the uh planet's champion i'm get, getting rid of the leather belt because of that okay that's a little bit but when he talks about the consumerism and he talks about how you know 
you're just a sheep for whatever is trying to fit in in this culture. That's kind of true. And so it makes you feel uncomfortable where you're like, okay, Daniel Bryan, like a hot dog is now the worst thing in the world. But then you go like, fuck, it is kind of contributing to climate change. You know what I mean? Go around the crowd and start ripping out plastic straws. Well, he mentioned it. He was like, look at this plastic with a plastic straw. Yeah. He should go out and start ripping them out of drinks and like throwing them back at the people, right? Like, just do that. He gets sued. Right, but it he what what he is doing is it, I wish he was the uh, the universal champion because then it would be the number one story Me in too, all yeah, of WWE. Yeah. Like he is that good. Get him to Raw and keep him in this and put him with Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Seth Rollins can play the AJ Styles character just as well. And there you go. Because I'm tired of Brock Lesnar, but Daniel Bryan, God bless America, he is good. Woo! So good. Yeah, on point. I'm giving him five stars right now. I mean, he is killing yeah, it. If I was it. Dave Meltzer, I'd give him eight stars in the Tokyo Dome. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, that's the roll to mine. Yeah. My, you, let's start with the least favorite. All right. Goes back to your new matchups, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the layups. Mm-hmm. We had Ember Moon and Apollo Crews take on Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox in what was, I don't know what, a two-minute match maybe? I mean, what? Who is is this for? What are uh, they doing this for? Why? Why? And here's the thing where I wish whoever, again, maybe Raw and SmackDown is written by the same guy. And it's just not consistent on both shows. But if it's written by two separate teams, I wish the Raw team would take a page from the SmackDown team's playbook in this regard. So on SmackDown, you had the Usos versus the bar, right? Uh The Usos versus the bar. uh... But you know what you had in there? Uh. Mandy Rose coming out going, oh, hey, uh, Jimmy, did I leave my bikini at your place? A new wrinkle in a matchup that's going to give you great wrestling, but now we have like a, oh shit, is he in trouble? And then he gets distracted, Barr gets the win, then Barr goes right into the Miz and Shane McMahon, and then Jimmy has to do the whole, like, Naomi, you're going to kill one of these bitches, let me hold you back. Like, that's how you take a a stale matchup, just like the Ember Moon and Apollo Crews matchup with uh, Jinder Mahal. Um and you and you freshen it up. That's something new to it's something new, right? Like but Apollo this, and Jinder like, can just, have a good match, but yeah, exactly. Your reaction there, it it, it can still suck. Oh, it was so bad. Like and and so Cruz, you gave us Cruz and Ambrose last week, and we're like, all right, well, cool, right? right. We can yeah, exactly. And then suddenly he's relegated to the mixed match challenge that just ended. What is going on? Yeah, I yeah, and I get it. Apollo darts Cruz, at a wall. Right. Apollo Crews, we're hoping that something sticks, but that wasn't it. So you know what you get? You get a golf clap. You get a golf clap. Yeah. I want to throw an honorable mention least favorite out also. And it's it's a concept that I feel like is another thing that they're not going away from that maybe they th- – Cena is out doing the Cena thing, which is great, right? Whatever. It's not great. I, yeah, I, Cena. I, I forgot how much I don't miss Cena – yeah, Every week dumb on, as right, so whatever, right? And he does the eight mile stick and and uh 
You know what I mean? You can't make fun of me, right? He does, he does right, all yeah. that stuff, right? He does it once good, but then it gets old. Yeah. Right. So, and then they bring out Drew, and I like Drew and, and what he's saying to him, and I like that he's kind of, you know what I mean, like sticking to him. But then they bring out the Lashley um, and Rush, which Rush? is kind of cool because you're kind of like, all right, I get that, right? They're like, no, nah, screw this. Everything's going off. So it's like, all right, I, you know, I get that. But then it turns into what WWE always does. It's, well, now Ambrose is involved and Finn Balor, and now we have a three-man tag match uh, with yeah, all these three storylines. Yeah. And I get what you say when you're like, I like when storylines converge because it's real, but this isn't what you mean, I believe, no. right? Like, this no. is nonsense. Yeah. This doesn't help any single storyline. And it, if you you have three hours to fill, and you're filling it with Ember Moon and Apollo versus Mahal and Fox, when you could be telling these three stories better over the time, right? Like, spread these out. This doesn't advance any of the storylines. It just stalls them and makes them all staler. Mm-hmm. More stale. Uh, How are you supposed to say that? Like, more I don't stale. get why they do that all the time. I don't know. Like, every week they got to do that. But yeah. I did have, like, Dean was like, I never did, like, three-man tags. Like, they still made right. or whatever. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. So, shout out to him on that. All right. We're going to move into my favorite thing, Tom, and I'm throwing the curveball at you. It's coming out of N- NXT. Hey. Right? right? I don't know if you watched NXT. I week. do. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Give it to me. I like the opening bit with Gargano and then um, Ricochet, and they start doing their little, like, hey, we're going to throw down for this title, and then out comes Champa to just fuck with shit because Champa loves to fuck with shit. And then yes. Black's like, hey, man, focus. Remember me? Well, like that little bastard, I'm actually a threat to you, right? Like, I love that. Yeah. I was like, oh, sick bird. And then just for good measure, Johnny's like, fuck you. Super kick and sitting over him like, yeah. Ricochet. And everybody's yeah. like, Johnny's better. Like, I loved it. I loved all of it. I was like, this, this is it. This and is how this is supposed to be. And that's when I, when you had mentioned that I like when storylines bleed over, that's yes. what it is, that right? That is what it is, it's, yes. It's an antagonist who's just there to fuck shit up and say he's better than everyone to then just poke his nose into another situation just to go like, hey, guys, I'm better than you. And then the person that he's feuding with comes out and goes like, no, no, you're not moving past me. Don't look at them. Right. It's me still. And then you go back to the storyline with Gargano and Ricochet because they're still in the ring. Yeah, that's how a carnival would act in real life. Yes. You know, things would be bumping into each other and little edges would be, you know, not uh, fully formed. And then this happens here and then we're taking a right there. Mm -hmm. That's how it happens. Yes. Yeah. That that promo, that segment is how I think pro wrestling should be more like. Ricochet felt real also, he's like, hey, man, all you had to do was ask, but oh, but you're going to take it now? Yeah. Like, okay, so now we're not cool, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could have just asked, but now you're acting like a bitch, you know? So yeah. It's time and to throw hands, do when, right. Yeah, that's what you do when someone tries yeah. to test you is you go, man, we didn't have to do it this way, but guess what? Yeah. My foot's going to get broken off in your ass. But we're going to because you yeah. fucking opened your mouth like a dumbass. All right. right. Um, I'm also going to give a shout-out to Bianca Blair. Every time I watch NXT and see her, I'm reminded, I'm like, that chick is a freak athlete compared mm-hmm. to some of the other women they've got out there. So when she finally, like, gets it going and gets up there, that's going to be a good addition. I've, I've... Her and Naomi, you know what they could do? Mm. Female Harlem Heat. Female Harlem Heat. <laughs> Tom, man, you really love that Harlem Heat, man. You're never going to let that I go. I want to hear that song yeah. every week. Yeah, just the song every week. I just want to hear the yeah. song. Yes. Have Booker T be their manager, Booker right? Booker T be yeah. the manager. Yeah. When was the last time you saw, saw a male managing a female he, tag team? He does a spin a Rooney to celebrate their wins. Yes. You know what I mean? 
Yes. That would be fun. I know. Yes. 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 They're coming out with the smack. Uh, or they're coming right. out with the women's right, tag Tom, team championship. You sold me in short order. I'm a, I'm on board. I want that. Yes. Bianca Blair, Naomi, the female yeah. Harlem Heat with Booker T. I'm I'm on it. Let's do it. Yep. First uh, inaugural tag team champions yep. for the women's division. There oh it yeah, is. just come in and just destroy them. Like it's the favorite, and they go, oh. You thought this was it. It's there's an extra match you now have to face, uh-huh. right? It would be like at the very end, and it would be the Boss and Hug connection versus the Iconics, right? Okay. And so Boss, uh, Boss and Hug or Bailey and uh, Sasha win, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're celebrating. They don't get the titles handed to them, right? The title, you know, uh, they're hugging, they're celebrating, they get their hands raised. Booker T's, you know, the Harlem Heat music. Uh, yeah plays booker t walks out and goes ladies 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 congratulations yeah oh my goodness oh my god he he hadn't said right here right now there yet. yeah right here right wait this is where he goes oh my goodness right here right now you get to be in the finals of the women's tag team division or tag team title match and then that's when bianca blair and naomi walk out uh, and then the music's played they walk down Ref's they're all like, done up in the heat gear too right right all that's what fire. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah and then the the ref is like all right and bailey and sasha are exhausted mm-hmm. and they have this incredible finisher right because they're so athletic they can do whatever they want it's a you know triple 3d or whatever yeah. they want to do uh and then they win the titles booker t idea. puts theirs hands in there there's the titles the new harlem heat well he we don't get the rooney as they're standing over imposing Right, and then and then Bailey and Sasha have to come from underneath, which was what WWE loves. Yep. Uh, the Iconics can always be the little antagonists, you know, like oh my god, they're ugly, their gear is so stupid, you know, all that stuff. And then you have the heels with Booker T as their mouthpiece, because Booker T in wrestling character isn't bad. Yeah, it's no. Booker T on the commentary that's fucking got awful. Real bad, yeah. Yeah. Real bad. So he can yeah. be their mouthpiece and then the new female Harlem Heat. But yeah, but my favorite thing was absolutely the Gargano, the Ricochet, oh NXT God, it man, awesome. it's on fire. Love it yep. all. Love um it. and then yeah, man, we'll just keep we'll keep it there, right? So let's get the plugs Definitely. in again. You hit the Spanish Announcetable.net brought to you by B Double D. Because he went now. to tableshow at gmail.com and gave us a nice healthy donation for the PayPal. Come PayPal on now. Tableshow at gmail.com. Uh go to Zazzle.com slash Spanish Announcetable, buy some stuff. We only get a small percent. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E. Yeah. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E. Again, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E. Or you can find it on SpanishNounceTable.net, brought to you by BDD. There's a link right there. Also, remember to hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter. We are at Table Show on Twitter. I'm at the Awesome Voice. He's at TMAC underscore 816. And that's it for now. Yeah. That's enough blood. Yeah. Yeah. Me and life-size Chad Gable, we'll get out of here. Yeah. Do whatever you guys are going to go do. Anyway, we'll be back next week on the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, Triple H made his debut in wrestling by beating future DX running mate, Road Dog. The Spanish announce table.